Bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. Basically, the way that we define pops for adventures in hunting this week is Walmart exclusives. Pretty much That's... everything. What is it? Like, this was like a... It's like a virtual con, Walmart Virtu- virtual con, virtual con, or yeah, that's virtual con. That's what they called it. I thought it was virtual con. It might have been. Oh, but yeah, it's just a shit ton of sh- shit that Walmart's releasing, and I'm pissed about it. I'm only pissed just because of one thing. Yeah, yeah, but we'll get into that. Yeah, um, with Blu-rays, nothing. Unless you want to get the 4K re 4K releases of Shutter Island and 300, so just heads up, those are coming out this week. Um, with this week's sneak peeks, uh, we got the Witches, um, which is going to be an HBO uh, Max exclusive. So we'll be talking about that trailer. Um, got nothing for what's in the box. Shockingly, yeah, we forgot to talk last week about how bad Mulan failed, failed hardcore. Did it really? It really did. And like I told you, I don't know if we've already brought this up. I feel the biggest reason it failed so bad was Disney announcing that, oh, come December, if you just have Disney Plus, you can stream it. You don't have to pay the extra 30 bucks. Yeah, everyone, that was the biggest mistake that, yeah, ever. That Yeah, that is honestly one of the biggest mistakes I think I've ever seen Disney make. Yeah, dude, someone got fired for that decision. Seriously, I want to know who. <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. Um, but then after that week, after that week, after that, uh, we'll be moving on to our main event of the evening, which Caleb did not change, but we'll be uh, Whatever. <laughs> Forget you. You know what it is, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, apparently, we'll be breaking down Capone again. I'm just kidding. We'll be breaking down uh, the sequel to The Babysitter, uh, The Babysitter, Killer Queen. Hells yeah. So, yeah. Uh, without further ado, what do you say we get started? Let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media, books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, That's the Mixed Media Forest Podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, so with Adventures in Hunting, we got a shit ton of... Yeah, it's Virtual Con, dude. It's not VirtuCon. All right. Oh, wait, no, actually, actually, wait, no, I'm sorry. It says... It, one part it says VirtuCon, but then in the title it actually says VirtualCon. <laughs> Guess we're both right. All right, fine. I'll give you a pass. <laughs> All right, first up, uh, from Fantasia, we have a 10-inch Sorcerer Mickey. 
This one's so cool. It is very cool. Just like it's a classic looking figure and he has like his hands kind of stretched out like he's doing the magic yeah it's it's so so good good. yeah it's so good um after that uh we got one that i think caleb's interested in it's the flocked beast from x-men i'm so interested in that one i love beast i especially love him in the x-men movies and a flocked version of him would be killer mr kelsey grammar himself i only have one flocked figure and that's the flocked uh, lockjaw from. Oh the yeah, um, I think I, I honestly only have a couple, like maybe like three, four. Yeah, I don't have a lot. Which, which ones do you have? Uh, Springtrap from Five Nights at Freddy's. Makes that, sense. That is honestly, actually, I, I'd say my favorite flocked one. Um, what else do I have? Oh my gosh, is that the only one? I don't think that is. Didn't you get a Winnie the Pooh one? Oh yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh from uh, Christopher Robin. That was a box lunch exclusive. Um, wow, it's not like Scooby Doo or anything. Oh yes, I do have a flock Scooby Doo. <laughs> Sorry, freaking called it. Uh, it was the purple one that was exclusive to box lunch, and if you bought it, uh, ten meals were donated with every purchase. So that's awesome. I never got the original. I think I think they did a regular version of Flock Scooby Doo, but I never got that one, unfortunately. Um, but I think that's it, as far as I know. <laughs> Way to know your collection. And dude. I'm not going through my collection and getting back to you guys next week to find out if I have more. <laughs> Sorry, his collection is too vast. Yes, <laughs> and me being the stupid ass I am, have not logged all of my Funko Pops in the Funko app. Because I am stupid. Very, very stupid. Wait, Um, like the Funko app? Yeah. Do you not have the Funko app? I don't have the Funko (gasps) app. There is a Funko app. Yeah, I have the pop price guide. Like, that's all updated. Yeah, Funko has their own app. What? I don't know if I have any. No, I don't. I don't even have an account. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I did. Yeah. But, yeah. So, (sighs) damn. They even already I have Sorcerer that. Mickey on here. Shit. <laughs> the yeah. Well, hell, dude. I freaking logged. Like all of my figures are logged on Pop Price Guide. That's that sucks. Does it? Well, it doesn't suck, but you know, like Funko would probably be the easier way to go, considering that you can scan all the bar. Oh wait, no, you're not. In the box <laughs> I don't collector. have the boxes. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> to do that shit by <laughs> hand. Ah, <laughs> uh, sucks to be you. Uh, yeah, uh, well, okay. Well, if the Funko... Like, can you do a wish list and everything on, uh, on yeah. it, too? Yeah. Shit, I might have to get the Funko app now. Do it. I probably will. I'll probably download it after and, like, work on it this weekend. Gosh, I swear that there's one more flock to have. Well, you'd know if you... Log Shut them. up. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Alright, anyway, moving on. Uh, we got Beetlejuice with bendy arms. That's what I'm going to call them. Yeah, I don't have... I don't, I've, I've never seen Neither have I, and I own it. What? I know, right? Yeah. And you haven't seen it? Nope. Why not? Because there's a lot wrong with me. 
I hear it's a movie that you only really appreciate if you have a nostalgic value for it. Well, that sucks. Like I've I've heard a couple reviews, and a lot of the reviews have been from someone who's watched it and someone who's never seen it before. Yeah, and it's like, like too... no, like someone who's seen it in their childhood, and then someone who's seen it in their adulthood. And a lot of the reviews I've heard for that have said like the person who's only saw it in their adulthood said like eh, it was okay. Okay. Well, shit. And then like the people that saw it from their childhood were like it's fantastic like it's the best thing ever and blah 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 and yeah so I'm afraid of watching it because I don't <laughs> want it to be just good that's fair I get that so yeah Uh, next up we have what Caleb is so excited for we have four 10 inch Marvel Zombie Funko Pops coming our way absolute Absolute horseshit. We have Wolverine, Deadpool, Mysterio. Not Mysterio. Mysterio, that's Magneto. <laughs> uh, freaking. Uh, really, no reference fail point. I should, but you already have two for not watching Mandalorian. Uh, okay. Yeah, y'all can <laughs> yell at me. I didn't watch the Mandalorian. Yeah, speaking of which, you need to add those points. Yeah, when was the last time we updated that shit? Yeah, it's been freaking forever. Yeah. All right, anyway, and last but certainly not least, Caleb's favorite, Zombie Hulk, 10-inch. <sighs> I don't know if this is one I'm going to get, just because this is like a specialty Hulk. It's not like a classic Hulk or just like a different costumed hulk it's a, it's a zombie hulk i mean take away the zombie he is classic hulk he's got just classic purple pants purple shorts <sighs> kind of kind of that's classic purple shorts yeah, well yeah like i'm just <laughs> saying like the rest of it like i don't uh, know i don't I like think. the zombies honestly i feel take away like the darker green spots i think it would look a lot better yeah but it's also like the fleshy zombie look that they're going for i think fair so i i don't know like i don't even know if i want the common the like the normal sized zombie Shit. hulk just because i never read the marvel zombies line yeah and i don't know if i ever will this is such a big deal caleb turning down a hulk pop yeah but it's it's zombie hulk it's okay. not just hulk okay fine like tomato tomato all of the other figures i've gotten have been Hulk. Okay. Like, that's all it says on it, is just Hulk. Yeah, true. And, like, I'm trying to think of other things. Like, there's Hulk and Banner. And then there's, like, Spider-Hulk. Chrome Hulk. But it's always just been Hulk. And, like, Zombie Hulk, I feel... It feels like a different character. So, like, I... I'm definitely probably not going to get the the 10-inch one, just because... If another 10-inch Hulk does come out, I'd rather have that one. Unless it's, like, another specialty, like, Professor Hulk thing. Like, I would not get a Professor Hulk 10-inch. If it's the pink slipper Hulk. No, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. Like, no, I, I, would, not, I would not get that. No. Sorry, I thought you were talking about that Professor Hulk. My bad. No, that Professor Hulk, yeah, probably would not get either. 
Oh come on, you know you want to like I want classic Hulk. I want classic Hulk. Like my dream is that they release a ten inch of like the original Hulk. Yeah, you better like keep the, dreaming. Uh, like that one. <laughs> yeah, you better keep dreaming. That'd be so cool. But anyway, yeah, it's. I want get a th- here, here. Here's your solution: get a three D printer and make one. Yep, blow it up, and there you go. A ten inch classic. Oh, don't you tempt me, you bastard! Gosh damn it, dude! I might. Shit. I would learn three D design just to do that. <laughs> that's that. That's I would dedication, learn, dude. I would. <laughs> You know it's an obsession when I would learn a crazy skill, something that is like highly valued in like, like just th- I would learn three D modeling. Like you could get jobs doing three D modeling. I would learn that shit not to work, just to make my own pop figure. <laughs> How petty is that? <laughs> that's very petty. But you know what? That's okay. Then I'd be approached by someone and be like, "Hey, do you want to be like a free three D?" modeler uh no mm. i just wanted the this pop figure yeah and, like i would learn it just to design that that figure and it'd be done <laughs> oh shit gosh i'm so stupid hey dude i honestly could i know how to financial. do it like i have an idea of how to 3d print oh, that whole oh shit like how to get the modeling and everything. I've watched a few people on YouTube where they wanted to get like a 3D model of their head. Yeah. And so what they do is they like sit there and they take pictures around all angles and then they put it into a program that like takes all of those images and creates a 3D model. And then like they just clean up the like the surrounding area. So it like it mar- like it marks all the locations and everything, builds the model and it's like a highly detailed model okay that's actually pretty cool and then you just have to make like this the minor adjustments and whatnot i would do that (laughs) with the hulk and then just scale him up like oh i could do it i could freaking do it i just need a 3d printer and unfortunately they ain't cheap no they're not not one that the killer would be the head i think I, i think i could I think I could get the body, like, just right. Yeah. It's the head would be the killer. That is fair. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Long tangent. Uh, Just for me to say, no, I will not be getting the 10-inch Zombie Hulk. Hey, what does it mean when they say jumbo-sized pop? 10-inch. That's 10-inch? Yeah, I don't know why they don't just say 10-inch. Okay, so apparently... This is, like, one of the... I think they did a chase with trolls with the 10-inch troll, didn't they? Yep. Okay. So I think this is like like the only second time that we're getting a ten inch chase, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be getting a ten inch Superman, but this one we'll be having a chase where the chase. So the regular is just you know classic Superman, yada yada yada, but the chase. I feel like he's a little fat. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I think the chase actually looks a lot cooler. I like the chase a lot better. Honestly, I would buy the chase and swap the head. Fair. You know what? That's fair. Because, yeah, the chase is like, um, his suit is like metallic, and then he's got uh, red eyes. Yeah. And then the, like, 
you said the common is just the same. Like he has his like the hands on his hips and everything. Yeah, so classic soups. Yeah. Classic Superman pose. Yeah, I would I would swap out the head. How easily do Funko Pop heads come off? The bobbleheads come off super easy. But DCs aren't bobbleheads. Um Yeah, that Talking about the next one, I'll grab I have a DC one. Okay. Let me grab it. Alright, next up, to my displeasure, uh, we have some Dumb and Dumber pops, and this is when <laughs> Harry and Lloyd are in their uh, Ski Rich outfits. So you got Lloyd in his um, purple onesie, not onesie, one suit, I don't know what to call it, with his puffy white boots, furry boots, with him counting cash in his ski goggles, and then Harry... Um, with his skis and in his red jumpsuit, and yeah, I would love a movie movie moment with Harry's um tongue stuck to the pole when he's on the uh, scissor lift. Is that what it's called? Or ski lift? Ski not, lift. Not what the hell's lift. a scissor lift? I feel that's a word. I just don't know. Forget what it is. I don't think it is. Bet scissor lift. All right, while he's looking that up, I just grabbed the one of the DC f- figures I have. It's the uh, Pedro from Shazam. Yeah. And so he's the green one for anyone that wants to know. So it looks like they have the head. Like there's something solid like in the head like for like a counterweight. But it looks like the head is like fused on. So it has like the circle thing to like connect the head to the neck. Okay. Well, so it's damn. like it's like they were to take the head and cut a circle in the bottom. So I feel like it could come off, but I'm also afraid that if I do take it off, it's gonna like mess up the the head of That's the figure. Fair. So I'm not going to do it. But there are little areas where it looks like they just took like a heat gun or something and yeah. just. F- oh yeah, it does. Like, kind of did a weld. Yeah. More okay. or less. Like a plastic weld, whatever you want to call that. Just took some of the plastic and melted it around the circle to keep the head on sturdy. Hmm. So, it's on there pretty pretty good. Like, I'm using quite a bit of pressure, and it's pretty solid. It'd be so funny if it just came off right now. Yeah, right? <laughs> like it can happen yeah so anyway yeah if anyone's wondering the bobbleheads come off easier (laughs) also really quick scissor lift bitch oh shit yeah ha i win all right anyway uh moving on uh uh, from the uh dumb and dumber funko pops uh we have a what is this called a um so this is part of funko's album uh line to where it comes with a Funko Pop and an album, right? Is that how this goes? I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Comes with a, a line. I love how I ask Caleb when he's not even near his mic. I expect him to answer me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the uh, the Harley Quinn I have too. And it's same deal. It okay. looks like it's just the circle fused. Cool. Um. So, yeah. If anyone wants like a reference, grab a normal pop figure with the, like the bobblehead. And yank it as hard as you can. No, it's like it's the bobblehead, so it has that same circle underneath. 
but it just has it's just fused so if anyone was wondering which probably aren't yeah anyway um so it, does it come with the album actually? i don't know if it comes with the album <sighs> i think it's just like the album cover i'm i think it might be just be the album cover because uh because you can actually go pre-order all of these right now on the walmart website because this one's only 15 bucks yeah i so... don't think they would give away the like a, a record or whatever for 15 bucks darn it that'd be pretty cool though yeah, but, but yeah, it, yeah it's, it's the album cover, and then something in it is a. Yeah, like, I want to. Let me see what the back in black, album actually looks like because I'm pretty sure it's just the the black background. Yeah. Like it's... I don't think it has the. Uh, I, I want to say Robert Plant, but I'm pretty sure that's not right. Yes. So it's just the black background with the like the silver text. Okay. So that is just kind of a uh, a stylized character. Yeah, it works. I like it a lot actually. Yeah, that honestly yeah, actually really works. Sorry, I really dragged that on. Um anyway. Um and uh honestly, the last but certainly not least, we have the oh wait no i'm sorry wait this is amazon but i'm gonna let's throw it in the star wars okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that just kind of got clumped in with the walmart one so it kind of threw us off yeah um so this is part of the what are they calling it the uh battle at uh echo base series and it is darth vader and snowtrooper um darth vader is pointing at something and the snowtrooper has a machine gun. I know it's not a machine gun, but it looks like one. Yeah, it kind of looks like one of those, um, like the mini guns. Yeah, that's the word. Not machine gun, mini gun. Yeah, it looks freaking awesome. It does. It really does. Dude, I've always really dug the snowtrooper helmets. Yeah, they are pretty cool. I really like that and like the scout troopers. Yes, those are awesome. Um, really quick, I just want to throw in one more, another Amazon exclusive, and that is the Pixar Halloween box. So, uh, that's going to have two, bo- uh, and this is up for pre-order right now. It's going to have two pops, one with Woody wrapped in toilet paper running. Kind of looking like a mummy. Yeah, tell me how that makes sense, but whatever. Isn't it in some short? Oh yeah, shit, it might be. I don't know. I haven't I don't seen know. the Toy Story This shorts. one doesn't make sense, though. Sully is Dracula. That one's kind of just there, I think. Honestly, that's just, like, the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then for the pin, we have Boo, dressed as her mo- classic purple monster, and it's adorable. I would get this for the pin alone. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, The sticker is uh the Woody Pop. That's lazy. That is very lazy. That is so lazy. Like, come on. You couldn't give us something else? Like, literally anything. You know what been really funny? What? Russell dressed as Mr. Fredrickson. Oh, that'd be fantastic. (laughs) Funko, please do that. Um, And then the shirt is kind of... I don't know how I feel about the shirt. Uh, So, for one, it says... um, Out of the box, Woody on the run. Or Woody on the loose. 
Um, and then the other one says Sully and Boo, uh, Trick or Creep. And it says uh, Creature Double Feature. Kind of lame. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Mm. Eh, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so that is it for Adventures in Hunting. Moving on to this week's Sneak Peeks. We've got our first trailer uh, for HBO Max exclusives The Witches, which stars Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and Stanley Tucci. I love Stanley Tucci. I know. Mm, such a great actor. Um, so, uh, from the looks of it, the way that the trailer showcases, apparently Anne Hathaway and her, uh, witches come to this hotel, Stanley Tucci's hotel, and basically, um, what is it? She asks about, exter- like, an exter- or what the owner would do if, uh, rats were running around, and he'd be like, I call an exterminator, and she's just like, oh, so you would get rid of the brats. She's referring to kids. She hates kids. Apparently, witches unshockingly hate kids. Isn't that how it's always been? Apparently. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, wait. In Hocus Pocus, they just wanted to eat the kids. No, they wanted to steal the youth from the kids. Oh, yeah. That's so they didn't want to eat them. Oh, yeah. That's one. Sorry. It's been a while since I've seen Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is such a good film. It really is. It's like a classic Halloween movie. Yeah. It really is. Um... But yeah, so she apparently is able to turn children into rats, and they have to figure out a way for the, I guess, the hotel not to kill the kids. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it looks like a fun movie. I actually didn't even know this was a Royal Doll book. It's a book? I think so. That's Uh, cool. I think so. Yeah, so it's narrated by Chris Rock, and it's supposed to be his character as a child. And then his grandmother is the one that, like, saves the day. And I love the concept. Like, it's... I do, too. Like, it's... It's fun. It's... I think this is going to be... If they pulled off correctly, I think this could be easily a new, like, classic. Like, maybe this generation's uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, it is a Royal Doll book. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to read that now. I kind of do, too. <laughs> uh, how do you feel, though, about Anne Hathaway's accent? It's a bit thick. <laughs> yeah. And a bit over the top. That kind of honestly, like, when she started talking, I'm like, oh, okay, this is taking me a little bit out of the trailer. Yeah. But, honestly, like, She's done worse. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I'm trying to think of what was worse, though. Uh, there's there's one that I'm thinking of. I don't remember the name of the movie, though. Do you remember who was in it? No, I know, it was just her. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty sure it was just her. I'll have to go through her filmography and see okay. like which one. Because there's one that comes to mind, and I'm just not quite... If you said Hoodwink, that was going to kick you because she was amazing as the voice of Red Riding Hood. Yeah, well, it's just her voice. Okay, fine. Yeah, I can't really think of um an awful performance by Anne Hathaway. Uh, I think it was Alice Through the Looking Glass. 
You're going to argue with me? No, I can't. That's the thing. Like, I was trying to come up with a positive, and I really can't. Yeah, yeah. she ain't the best white queen. Yeah. That's the, that's, I think that's the one. Helen Obama Carter, though, as the Red Queen was fantastic. Dude, she freaking nailed it. Gosh, I loved her. Um, but, yeah, uh, I would totally watch this if I had HBO Max. Yeah. Might have to get the seven-day free trial. Yeah, just for this. Well, no, I'm holding on to that for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We're going to have a shit ton of stuff to watch. Yeah. Um, I might have to start a new email. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um but yeah that's it for this week's sneak peeks unless you have anything else you want to say about the trailer not really um other than i'm i'm pretty excited for it yeah like it, it seems like it'll be funny and octavia spencer i freaking love her oh yeah she's great in anything um the only note it looks like they put her in a fat suit it kind of does like a little bit because i know octavia spencer is not as heavy as she looks in this trailer. Yeah. I agree. But anyway. We need some behind the scenes. Yes, please. <laughs> Alright, but... Uh, what do you say we move on to our main event of the evening? Well, 1 out of 10. Oh, on sorry. Excitement. I'm sorry. What are you thinking? Um, I actually probably go an 8. An 8? Yeah. I'm about yeah. a 6. Damn. Not like... Eh, like, I'm, I'm fairly excited, but it's not one I'm just, like, itching to... Go well, watch. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna all of a sudden get HBO Max for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer, go check it out. It's and if you have HBO Max, uh, let us know how it is. Yes, please do. Is it like? Am I right? Is it the next Hocus Pocus? <laughs> we gotta know. Cause I have a feeling. <laughs> all right. Oh, now what do you say we move on to our main event of the evening? I say let's do it. All right. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. All right. So for our main event of the evening, apparently we'll be uh, breaking down Capone 2. <laughs> Forget you. Oh shit! I uh, kid. We'll be breaking down uh the babysitter killer queen, uh Netflix original movie. Um, so if you um, I definitely recommend watching the first one before you watch this one. You will be very very lost. Very <laughs> very uh reference heavy. Yes, which is okay for it. I I I was fine with it. But anyway. Uh, we did ask a question on our social media, um, and Caleb has that question and answers. Hell yeah. So, I asked, what is your favorite comedic slash horror movie? Because I, I didn't know what else to ask other than this question. Because it's like, I don't know who's seen what. And it's like tough with horror movies, too. That's fair. Yeah, so... Favorite comedic slash horror movie. Um, and we got a few responses. The first one comes to us from the Mixed Media Forest podcast at Media Forest Cast. Uh, he said, Dead Alive. Love the lawnmower scene. I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. I haven't either. Um, but he says it's super fun. Wait, is that the poster? 
Yeah. Okay, I actually have heard of that movie. I've heard that movie's actually like out of print when it comes to like physical format. Really? Yeah. Like the DVD goes for quite a bit of money. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He's so yeah. He says it's a re- it's a really fun movie. Um, and it's directed by Peter Jackson. I'm sold. Yeah, same here. So it's called Dead or Alive, right? No, just Dead Alive. Oh, Dead Alive. I don't think it's Dead or Alive. Yeah, it's just Dead Alive. Okay, maybe I was wrong. I thought it was going for a shit ton. It's about like you can get it for between like twenty and thirty bucks. It's not bad. I just thought it was going for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, haven't seen it. Um. But definitely one I want to add because Peter Jackson. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got a response from the hashtag No Offense Show at HTNOS. Uh, they said Cabin in the Woods for sure, but we're big fans of the Babysitter as well. Okay, we're talking about the Cabin in the Woods with Chris Hemsworth, right? I don't know. I've never seen Cabin in the Woods. I have but I've heard, I've heard it's actually not that bad for a horror movie. Chris Hemsworth is in uh-huh. Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Interesting. I didn't realize that it was a like a comedy horror. I think it is. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I've heard like the ending is like balls to the wall. Really? Yeah. Freaking love that shit. I know. Right? Me too. <laughs> yeah, but we are also big fans of the Babysitter. Obviously, we're doing it. Um, well, no, we're not doing it. We're doing its sequel. Right. Come on, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, but Cabin in the Woods, I, I've been, I've been putting it off because I thought it was just like a straight out horror movie. So I've been putting it off watching it. So. C- Caleb, let me stop you there. Be honest. The only reason you've been putting it off is because you haven't gotten a digital code from me. <laughs> <laughs> it could be on streaming. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an asshole to you. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> whatever, screw you. Yeah, but knowing that it's a comedy horror it intrigues me a lot more. You know, I, I love want to see comedy it, horrors. Oh, I do too. I really want to see if it actually is on these streaming services. Yeah, I hope it is, jackass. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, wait till you search it. Uh, whenever someone says "cabin in the woods," I don't know why my mind goes to that scene in Scary Movie Five, and the guy's just like, "No, the cabin in the woods." Friday the Thirteenth. Snoop Dogg's like Friday the Thirteenth. No, the movie about the cabin in the woods. <laughs> All right, it's on Hulu with a premium subscription. What's considered? What the hell does that mean? Yeah, I don't know, but holy shit, it's got a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Bloody hell. Gosh, damn. Um, okay, moving on. We got a response from the Untrained Eye, at Untrained Eye Pod. Uh, he said, it's Tucker and Dale versus Evil, hands down. Didn't we talk about like actually wanting to review that movie? I thought we did. Uh... I think we got that as a response in our Scream Dreamcast. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but I don't think we ever said we were going to like review it. Okay, yeah, I can't really 
I take back my comment. Yeah, it's available on Hulu for just a regular subscription. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's filed as a comedy movie. Interesting. Yeah, very it doesn't play. It doesn't like show comedy in the like the cover. No, uh uh-uh. or anything. Anyway, um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. But it looks like Alan Tudyk's in it. I'm sold. Yeah. So put anything all in that man. Hell yeah. And I'm sold. Um. Next up, we got King Andronicos. King what? Andronicos. Or Andronicos. I'm going to pretend I know what that word means. Yeah. Anyway, at Earth underscore two underscore Adam. He said, Idle Hands. Never heard of it. I haven't either. But he said, Young Jessica Alba. And I'm like, hmm. Sold. (laughs) <laughs> I'm already streaming it. Say <laughs> no more. <laughs> like you just had me at Jessica Alba, but young Jessica Alba count me she got in. Got going on. Hell yeah. Um, and then our last response comes to us from Shona Harding at Shona underscore Harding. Uh, she said Tucker and Dale versus Evil definitely. Damn, we gotta watch that movie. We do. We definitely do. I feel like I've been putting it off too long. Speaking of horror comedies, I think this counts as it. Have you ever seen Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? No. Freaking hilarious movie. Really? Yeah. Um, you know the what's his name? Plays uh the young version of Cyclops in uh Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, he's the main kid in it. Really good. It's a fun ass movie. I wonder if it's on any streaming services. Yeah, maybe. But like I said, all the that's all the responses that we got uh this week. So thank you everyone yes. that wrote in with their answers to our question of the week. Thank you so much. Um so with that we can actually get into our main event of the evening. Uh which is our breakdown of the babysitter killer queen. No, it's Capone too. God damn it, Rose. Okay, the joke's dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Comedy comes in threes, asshole. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros letter grade. So the categories that we grade are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it our own personal grade at the very end. Um, something that we're going to try this week, because like if you've listened to any of our other breakdowns of anything that's like a scary movie, like Fantasy Island, Ready or Not, um, were we do- were we doing the new system when we did it Chapter Two? It Chapter Two. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, so... uh, If you listen to any of our previous horror-esque episodes, or scary movie episodes, um, one of the categories that we have difficulty grading is character development. So, like, with some 
it works. Like we can do like a character development grade. It's just fine. But we feel like the lack of character development in a horror movie is not fair to the movie. Yeah, it kind of just kills the score. Yeah, not necessarily kills it. It just like brings it down a little lower than we would like. All right, fair. So what we're going to do instead when we feel like if we feel that we're going to have difficulty grading our char- the character development, we are going to change the character development score to logic. And yes, we understand that horror movies don't have a whole lot of logic in them. But what we're going to grade is off of the what we feel is out of character for people. So that kind of logic, um, if there's anything that comes out of craziness, like anything that the the world sets up that they don't follow. So like, for example, um, Scream 3. If you have not seen Scream 3, spoiler alert, uh, Ghostface gets his hands on Dewey, one of the the main characters in the, the movie, and stabs him, like, multiple times. And it's, like, it's just a gruesome scene. So, we... Is Scream that's, 3. I thought Scream 2. No, right. Scream 3 is with the nasty haircut, isn't it? Of Courtney Cox's? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she so, got like the bangs going on. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it is. Sorry. Oh no, you. Which one did you think she was super hot in? Scream two. Are you talking about like when he's in the sound booth and she's on? The yeah, other is side? that Scream two? Yeah, it's Scream two. Okay, okay, okay. So Scream two. I'm I'm sorry. Scream two. If. So Dewey gets stabbed by Ghostface in the sound booth, and. He takes a lot of freaking hits. And with the logic that they've set up, we've seen people take a lot less damage and die. But Dewey took a shit ton and lived. So that's kind of one of those logical things that doesn't make sense if you think about it super hard, which we do. <laughs> so yes, we do. That's what we kind of mean by logic, if anyone's wondering. So... From now on, if you hear us talk about logic with horror movies, um, that's kind of what we mean. So anyway, uh, getting into the breakdown, uh, Rose is going to start off with reading us the synopsis of the film. Yes. Uh, so if you've not seen the movie, spoiler alert ahead. And also, if you haven't seen the first movie, definitely, definitely a spoiler alert ahead. Oh, yes. Do it. Uh, two years after the events of the first film, Cole is now a junior in high school. He is, okay. R- really quickly, did he seem a lot younger in the first one? Oh yeah, he okay. seemed way younger. So yeah, when I saw when I first saw the preview for this one, I'm like, gosh, damn, he got old. And I know the first one came out in 2017, but holy shit, a lot happened in three years. Yeah, and it was like what two years in? Yeah, it says two years. Yeah, that's insane. There is no way that that he went from. So he would have been a freshman in the first one. Because he's yeah he's a junior in this one. Yeah, he would have been in the ninth grade. I, 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 I don't Call know. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can have that much freaking change in two years. 
Yeah. Like, holy shit, he hit puberty, like, overnight. No joke. <laughs> Gosh, damn. Um, but anyway, so Cole is now a junior in high school. He is unable to convince anyone except for his best friend, Melanie, that a satanic cult led by his former babysitter, B, really tried to kill him. Did you ship them in the first movie? Melanie and B? Yeah. No. Or Melanie and B. Melanie and B? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Uh, No, Melanie and... uh, a little weird. What's his face? Cole. Cole? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, However, Cole finds out that his... um, B really... uh, Yeah. However, Cole finds out that his parents have enrolled him in a psychiatric school, and he escapes with Melanie alongside her new boyfriend, Jimmy, and their friends, Boom Boom and Diego... To join a lake party. At the party, Cole witnesses the arrival of new student Phoebe at the lake after finding a stuffed toy and, de- and de- de- I almost said decorations, and directions to the lake. Later, Cole's friends play a party game on a boat when Melanie suddenly kills Boom Boom with a boat hook and saves her blood. The whole, I think, the one of the best parts of both of these movies is the whole, like, um wording on the screen so i love the whole av when she when she stabs him it freezes on cole's face and it's just like what the fuck again <laughs> <laughs> that that was great did it do that in the first one yeah it did yeah when a uh, beast stabbed the guy in the head yeah okay. showed what the fuck okay i i haven't seen the first one in a in a while oh yeah i know it's... you watched it because i told you to yeah so yeah, I haven't seen that one. I need to go back and rewatch it. You should, dude. Oh, I love those moments. Um, shit, sorry. Uh, Melanie, Jimmy, and Diego are revealed as cult members. With Boom Boom's blood as a sacrifice, they need Cole's blood as an offering of an innocent to make their wishes come true. Original cultists Sonia, Allison, Max, and John also appear, having been resurrected so they could partake in the ritual by sunrise. However, Phoebe suddenly appears, looking for gas for her jet ski, and provides Cole with some time to evade the cult members and escape with Phoebe on her jet ski. Once on land, Cole explains everything to Phoebe, who believes him, while the cultists give chase. Sonya makes the first attempt to kill them, but they end up running running her over with a car left by a stranger and decapitate her with a surfboard. Allison finds them, but... After they hit... Did you... They say that you hit him with a car? Yeah. Like, a lot? (laughs) He backed that thing up how many times? Like, he hit her with the car at least three times. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, three solid hits, and then, like, that final just good one. Uh, Allison finds them, but the two trap her between a narrow wedge of rocks and rip her head off. (laughs) A rock in a hard place. (laughs) Yeah. The two board a boat and drive off, but Max catches the raft attached to the back of the boat and is able to pull himself onto the boat. However, Phoebe sets him on fire with a can of silly string and a lighter, then shreds him with the boat's propeller. Diego and Jimmy supernaturally disintegrate when they attempt to back off from their pursuit of Cole. Cole and Phoebe arrive at Phoebe's old family cabin where they take refuge and hope to wait out the night. Uh, in the cabin bunker, Phoebe reveals to Cole that her parents died because she crashed them into a f- she crashed into them in a fatal car accident. Cole comforts her, and the two have sex. Melanie calls Cole's father Archie, who has been searching for him alongside Melanie's father Juan, and fakes being drunk so that he can pick them up, hoping to lure Cole out. 
Cole and Phoebe come out of the bunker armed with crossbows, and John accidentally kills himself when a chandelier crashes on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back, I'll like a couple steps. Okay. The the not, I'm going to say the not sex scene between Cole and Phoebe gives me some major scary movie four. Which is the one that we saw together? Five. Five? Yeah. yeah. Major Scary Movie 5 vibes. Because it, it wasn't like they didn't show anything. It was just like a train going in a tunnel. Oh, and yeah. And like th- these random like innuendos. Yeah. And they're just like, you cheap bastards. <laughs> it's like, you're already rated R. Just go for <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? Uh, like, you're... you're... <laughs> Like you said, it's rated R. Just, yeah, you're already there. Just keep going. Come on. Uh, not that, like, not that I want to see well, yeah, anything. No. It's just like, like really. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's where you draw the line. Yeah, like you have all this gratuitous violence, and then it's just like, um, no, like sex, not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Archie gives Cole a sleeping drug so he can take him to his car as Melanie kills Juan with a machete and captures Phoebe. While stopping for gas, Cole regains consciousness, locks Archie out of the car, and drives back to the lake to save Phoebe. In a cove, Melanie holds Phoebe hostage before Cole shows up and volunteers to be sacrificed. B emerges from the water and is revealed to be Phoebe's babysitter, who is responsible for... Uh, for the car accident that killed her parents. She made a deal with the devil to save Phoebe's life in exchange for her soul. Sonia, Allison, Max, and John are are resurrected again, and the four alongside Melanie drink the blood of Cole mixed with Boom Boom's blood. However, since Cole has had sex with Phoebe, the ritual backfires and the five melt and disintegrate. B, who did not drink the blood, reveals that she orchestrated everything so that Phoebe and Cole could unite and defeat the cult, having had a change of heart after Cole's love confession after her initial defeat. However, since B is still technically a demon, she drinks the blood and disintegrates to save the two. Archie shows up, and having witnessed B's death, now believes what Cole said was true. As the sun comes up, Cole and Phoebe embrace in a kiss. In a mid credit scene... B's Devil Book is shown on the sand, still intact. Will we get a third one? We'll soon. F- I don't know when we'll find out. I actually hope we do. I kind of do. I do too. Like, I think it'd be fun to get a third one. And I think they left it open enough. Like, yes, the dad witnessed everything. Yeah. But I think he could easily say, like, no, it didn't happen. With, because he was high. Okay, that's fair. Like, he could be like, I don't know what I saw, I was high. Would you put uh time period, like, colon college, or? Yeah, probably. Okay. And then maybe it's just, like, a new cult altogether. Alright. Or just, I don't know, like, the babysitter, it's, it's called the babysitter, so you kind of need to include B in some way. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know, like, what would happen. Like, how how they would incorporate her again. Yeah. Like, maybe he does something that, like, to hurt Phoebe. Not on purpose. Like, maybe he gets, like, goes to a college party and gets, like, wasted. 
and accidentally like does stuff with someone else and then that causes B to return and try to take her revenge out on him. That's not a bad idea. Yeah? Yeah. Ideas. A Bruin. <laughs> anyway, uh, getting back to the story. This is super fun. It really was. It's... No, I, I don't want to talk about the first one because we're not reviewing that one. But when it comes to like comparing the two, the first one is a little more fun. But this one's still a blast from start to finish. It is. I think they went a little harder into the comedic side of this. Oh yeah, definitely. Than they did in the the first one. The first one was pretty equally balanced between the uh Yeah, the first was pretty equally balanced between comedy and horror. Yeah. Like one of the scenes that stands out to me in the first one is one of the the cult members, the the Asian chick uh Cole's hiding underneath the house and he's yeah. she's like trying to hunt him down and like that scene was just so tense and then they took like a really good comedic route with it like with this there were there weren't really that many tense scenes that's fair it was just a lot of more they lean more into the comedy you know i find it really funny that um i forget her name that plays uh her the Asian girl, um. But have you seen the Pitch Perfect movies? She the super quiet one. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that she, uh, you know, sold herself, sold her soul to the devil, and this one, I find it funny because at the end of Pitch Perfect three, she's just like, "Whoa, the devil has finally left me," and she can like talk like all great now and all this shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I loved that reveal in Pitch Perfect three. I thought that was so freaking funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right, sorry, but getting back to uh, yeah, this two. So the story, and we we don't grade this as like a whole, so we're not trying to include the first one at all. Yeah, like we're just making like the comparisons right now. Yeah, the story flowed really well. It did. There was like maybe one or two slow parts for me. What um? What were the slow parts for you? It was more when he was like the party. When they drove to the lake. Okay. Like, that seemed a little bit unnecessary. And, like, the whole, the big thing, like, when they got there. <laughs> like, it was, like, a big old party scene. And I feel like they could have just had it be just the people that, so Melanie and, like, the other cult members. Yeah, I didn't expect to have a shit ton of people there. Although... I don't know why. I thought this would have been so funny if, you know, when Cole throws the bottle of pills into the water? Yeah. I would have loved if one of the students was like, oh, shit, mine. <laughs> Dude, that's what I was expecting. I'm like, oh, someone's going to jump in after those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasted joke. Yeah, seriously, though, it would have been so funny. That would have been hilarious. Um, Yeah, but it's it's so odd. That they have, like, this massive, like, school party. Yeah. And, like, at this lake. But they go and take, like, this houseboat and go off. Like, it doesn't make... That it part doesn't. doesn't make sense a it whole ton. But... I feel they could have done without the party. Yeah. And maybe... Like, they still could have had Phoebe showing up with the the truck driver. Yeah. And everything. And I feel like that would have made a little bit more, like... 
a little bit more sense. Okay. But, yeah, I, so that part so. was a little just, eh. Okay. Um, once they got into the cult stuff, I forget, like, how big of a part Melanie played in the first one. She... Like, how big of a role did she have? Not that huge from what I remember. Did her twist seem very sudden? A little bit, because I actually wanted them to hook up. Yeah. So yeah, when she like straight up stabbed uh boom was her name Boom Boom. <laughs> yeah. That's quite a nickname. Stabs her through the um throat with a fish hook. I'm just like, seriously, she's part of the cult? Like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Yeah. But they do kinda like lead you on with that like relationship between Cole and Mel Yeah. Melanie. I love though the scene with uh when they're at the gas station and I think it's Amanda Cerny, I think that's her name. Yeah. yeah. She was just in there to be in there. Yeah, but that was funny. Just like, oh, she t- screw the boyfriend, she's totally into you. She's like, "Now you're going to want some Magnum XLs. That, that, that that's what you're going to want." And then she say, "No, hum- you're going to want the shit that fits." <laughs> <laughs> be honest with yourself. <laughs> uh did you say it was like a hundred dollars? Yeah, I'm I was like, like what what the f- shit? "Go f yourself." More like ten, if that. Yeah, no joke. Actually, no, probably but ten. You gotta also think selling them to a minor. All right, true. Yeah, he doesn't know better. Yeah, I see what you're doing, Amanda. I see. What you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the so there was a lot of parallels between like what they did with. B in the first one yeah. and Melanie in the second. Yeah. Like they did a lot of the same shit. Like, I mean, it worked. Cole was riding shotgun yeah. with B. Like in the, in the first one. Yeah. And so he was riding shotgun with Melanie. And then they were like, did like this hand holding thing. And yeah. And they're like, Thelma and Louise. And then bam, freaking uh, seat is pushed forward. I felt so bad for Cole. I don't want to know how hard he hit his head on that dashboard. Probably freaking hard. <laughs> and not just once. It was like thrice. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if I'm being honest, you can really see that twist coming. Really? I didn't see it coming. Okay, but think about it like this. They were do- playing the exact same thing that... B and Cole had in the first. The exact same. They even look super similar. Gosh damn it. So if you like really give it some thought yeah. and are like, okay, like this was a crazy twist in the first one, here's the crazy twist in the second. Also, I just want to point this out. This is more so like for costumes and stuff. Um, but no offense to Cole. But you dress you, like a douchebag. Yeah, if you don't want to get picked on, don't wear a suit to school. What's that, what's that fabric called? I forget. Is it like cordur- cor- corduroy I think or something corduroy. like that? It's just it's a stupid ass looking suit. <laughs> but it's like a three piece suit. Too. Yeah, it is. But like seriously, you can't just wear like a three button collared shirt, jeans, and some Converse. Like you'd be fine. For that, you're still kind of dressing up. Yeah. You, it was a bit much, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can even throw on a tie. 
It's not as it's not it's not as nerdy as what you were wearing. Fair. <laughs> yeah, that was we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, the so the kills I was expecting the original cast to last a bit longer. Or maybe like take over the yeah. original, like I I thought that they were gonna go kill the new cult. Out of love. And maybe it was like just Melanie was left alive. Because she was like in charge what, of the book or whatever. I feel we got a lot of it, but I wanted what I with this one. I wanted what I wanted in the first one, and I just wanted more Robbie Amell because he is so amazing in this role. He's, he's freaking hilarious. He's so funny, and I actually did not mind King Batch. Like he was actually pretty funny in both yeah. in both movies. I feel he was funnier in the first one. I'll give you that um, for sure, but. But yeah, overall, I, I think it's cool that two uh, Vine stars were in this, him and uh, Amanda Cerny. That's pretty cool. Amanda Cerny was on, in it unnecessarily. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. Um, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it flowed really well. The, it was it was, it was funny. Like I said, a lot more funny than it was scary. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, this was like more... I wouldn't even say slasher. No. It was just... So, in your opinion... So, okay, you said it flowed well, right? Yes. Did it feel... um, So, it's about an hour... It's an hour and 40 minutes, whereas the first one's an hour and 20. Did it feel like that? Did it feel like an hour and 40, or did do you feel it went by about the same as the first one? It felt as long as the first. I feel the first one felt longer in a good way. Okay. This one, it it felt about as long as it was. Okay. And that's not necessarily get... bad, but it's not, like, good either. Yeah. Like, okay. I had a, a great time watching this. I did, this. too. I kind of, like, because like, Capone was about the same length as this movie. Capone, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this felt like two and a half hours. Where this movie, I'm like, okay, hour and 40. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I probably would have cut down on the mother-father stuff. Okay, that's fair. Like, I probably would have cut down on his mom telling the dad not to get high. Because I feel like that went on just a little long. Honestly, I, f- I don't know. I feel don't really see the need to have Melanie's dad in this movie. Minus the- I kind of do, just because, like, y- he did steal his car <laughs> in the ah, first fair. one. That's true. And, that, like, they did have that funny joke, and he's just like, ah, oh, that little shit better not jack up this car. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, that kind of made sense a little bit, but still, you didn't quite need him in yeah. as much as he I mean, was. he was definitely, he had some of the best jokes. Like, honestly, I love when the cop asks for a picture of your baby. It's in the picture of the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I I really liked when Melanie was, like, cutting him up. And he's just <laughs> like, what, oh, like, you're grounded. Oh, yeah. Or, like, I'm taking away your phone. And then she chops off his other arm. And he's like, I'm taking away your, IU, or your IUD. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> So she cut off both of his arms and then she stabbed him in the chest, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just I loved like his reaction to that. Like that shit's funny. And there's like an unrealistic 
vibe to it. Yeah, like, but with the rules that they set up in this universe, it it makes sense. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like normally, you get just someone screaming, not being like, "I'm taking away your IUD." <laughs> Uh yeah I, I I mean I don't know about you but I I'm not gonna be making some small talk while I'm getting my hands cut off. Yeah I probably <laughs> wouldn't either. <laughs> uh, but yeah like we said it's good it's yeah. not like it's not a perfect story no. by no means but it's a fun story. It is fun but it, over it's an average story. Yeah. So where are you sitting at? I'm like a. I'm maybe like low seventies, low seventies. Yeah, honestly, I can give you that. I'm like more mid, but I can go lower. Right, like I was like seventy four ish. That's actually what I was thinking. Seventy four. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely give you a seventy four for this film. Like it, it's it's good. You're not. It's this isn't like Oscar winning anything. No. But it it's I don't know, I mean Bella Thorne's performance. Oh my gosh, don't <laughs> get me started. But it it's fun. It's that's like the whole the goal of it. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. Alright, moving on to writing. What do you think? I feel the writing was pretty solid. Especially for um the uh cult characters that came back. I feel the writing was really strong for those guys. I absolutely agree. I feel the biggest um ones. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you really like her in these movies, but I feel the big, strongest were for Robbie Amell and um, Bella Thorne. I don't know. I, th- for the most part, I thought Bella Thorne, Bella Thorne's writing was on point in this movie. I would probably give it to King Bach over really Bella Thorne. It's it's, it's King, King Batch, whatever. Yeah. Come on, man, get it right. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell his name is. I I would actually give it to him over Bellthorn. Still Bellthorn, but okay, I I get what you're saying here. Yeah, it's just I felt like his jokes were a little stronger than hers. All right, and she was like, I know she was supposed to be, but she was like just ditzy, and it was overly ditzy. The whole getting shot in the boob again, though. Oh my was, gosh, that, that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh, that that was fantastic. <laughs> Most of the th- for for me at least, most of the time when you do a joke a second time in your second movie, sometimes it doesn't go that well. They nailed this one; it was perfect. Yeah, I was almost expecting her to shoot like both, <laughs> but just I have expected it to be the other boob. But yeah. the fact that it was the, the exact one, I'm just like, <laughs> yes, this is freaking fantastic. Yeah, I love that. I think I like the joke better in the first but this the way it landed in this one was just oh well, the so fact good. that like the first one of how she's freaking out like oh my gosh my life is ruined there's nothing i can do and just yeah <laughs> freaking hilarious oh my gosh freaking love it yeah i yeah i think like i said king batch had a, a little bit i think just barely better than hers okay so i'd put him at like i would give robbie definitely number one the number one spot king batch i'd give two and then bella thorne i'd give like 2.2 okay 
it's like super close margins. What about Colin Melanie's audio? Audio writing. <laughs> Cole's was actually pretty good. Um, I think he did a really good job at, or like the writers did a really good job at explaining that he's going to stick to his guns with what everything that happened in the first. Yeah. I, I really appreciate pre- that he didn't accept that. Oh, well, maybe I did actually just dream all that up. Yeah, like it, it made it funnier when they revealed that the cult was back. Yeah, the- because like he believed in his soul that everything like he was on the fence about giving in and being like, maybe I should just admit that I thought I, that I imagined everything and just like lie. But he was just so like, I'm not going to lie about this. I'm not going to lie about this. And then he gets to that point where he's just like, okay, maybe I could just give in. And then cult. <laughs> and he's like, honestly, wasn't Robbie Amell's character the first one that shows up? I want to say yes. So when he first appeared, I'm just like, wait, what? And so my mind was like, okay, wait. Because they showcase like the scene of how he dies and everything. I'm like, okay. There must have been something that he did to where, like, the rope didn't fully tighten around his his neck. So, like, I could, like, maybe believe that he was able to survive that. But then he came King Batch and then Bellathorn. I'm just like, okay, bullshit. There's no way you guys survived your deaths. <laughs> uh, dude, King Batch's in the first was brutal. Seriously, yeah. He fell off the staircase, right? And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, jabbed on something through his throat. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, freaking. Um, yeah, and then Belle Thorne, she straight up got her head blown off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like the resurrection thing was was super interesting. That was very that was very funny. I um, appreciated that. That whole like just him freaking out, and it was funny watching him like panic, try to get out, and like King Batch is like doing the yeah the MC Hammer moves. I just love how obsessed uh, Robbie Amell's character is with Cole and like his, um, like standing up for himself and then his sex life and then. Uh, oh, when he gets kicked in the nuts. Yeah, he's like, "You finally found him, Cole." <laughs> <laughs> just at the ending, when they find out the ritual doesn't work, and uh, he finds out that Cole finally uh, lost his virginity, he's just like, "Dude, I'm not even mad. I'm so proud of you." <laughs> Yeah. Aww. So. Yeah. So the uh, I'm not sure how well the the Wikipedia thing explained it. Um. So the ritual that they're trying to perform is the blood of the sacrificed, which they got that blood from Boom Boom. Yeah. And then the blood of the innocent. It so does. virgin blood. Yeah. So it does actually point that out in the wiki page from what I do remember. Did it? Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So when Cole's already. They extract the blood from Cole after he's no longer a virgin. Yeah. So all of these the people that drink in the the mixture or whatever, they have they start like burning up. Yeah. And yeah, so like you said, Robbie and Mel's <laughs> character just like I'm not even mad, bro. <laughs> Which like 
that's just genius writing. <laughs> that just that incorporation, and it it all makes more sense if you watch the first. Oh yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have enjoyed this movie as much if I didn't watch the first one. Yeah, I'm I... so glad I got you to watch the yeah, first one I did too. And I would have been so freaking lost. Yeah, definitely. Um, I honestly, I don't know if I could convince someone to watch the second f- first. And, like, if watch the second movie and go back to watching the first. It's not the same. It's not. And it's just, it's like, I feel like it would just throw everyone off. And yeah. it's just like, okay, this doesn't make sense. And some of this stuff was stupid. But it's only stupid if you don't have it in the context of the first. So, if you haven't seen either of these, go watch the first. First, and then watch the second. Like, honestly, kind of like, I don't know, kind of can relate it to... Bill and Ted a little bit. I mean, yeah, they kind of explain their journey in the third one, and you know where they are now. But I feel you get more of an appreciation for Bill and Ted if you've seen Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. I'll give you that. I'll give you that for sure. Um, but overall, the writing was fairly strong. It really was. Again, not perfect. No. There was a lot of like unnecessary shit and i think it's the mom and dad that i feel was unnecessary that, that's fair but i'll give him the, the i did find it funny the whole um uh with juan how he's just like you know what if you light it and you just put it to my you know mouth and i just you know smoke i'm not really smoking pot you're just putting it into my hand <laughs> just like the way he's just like trying to run a run around it and i'm just like that scene went on too long. Uh, okay, fair. Honestly, I would have almost preferred the counselor going to see, like, witness everything instead of the parents. That actually would have been a lot funnier. Yeah. Because the counselor was freaking hilarious. I actually wanted more from him in this movie. I, I did, too. But, yeah. So, I'm sitting about an 80 three-ish i'm sitting in that range where are you at can you give me an 82 i can definitely give you an 82 sorry i'm not willing to go that high that's fair that's definitely fair um all right next up moving on to acting okay so who do we want to grade so we definitely need to do cole definitely didn't need to do phoebe yeah, Phoebe. Um, I think Melanie can be her own character. And then should we group? The... And then the original Colt. Okay, including um, B. Should we include B? I don't it's hardly. She's only at the end. Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to do... say no. Okay, so just so Robbie Mel, King Batch, and um, Bella Thorne, and then and other. <laughs> and I forget her name. I feel really bad. Yeah. All right, so first up, Cole. Or should we do... No, let's like work our way up. Okay. So we'll start off with the... Let's... <sighs> Who did we see more of? Melanie or the original Colt? Considering Melanie was there from the beginning of the movie, probably Melanie. Okay, so then we should do the original Colt okay. first. Okay, so... so should we start with Sonya? Yes. Okay, so she was played by Hannah May Lee. Hannah May Lee. I think that... Would you assume her first name's Hannah? Hannah? 
Probably more Hana. Hana? Okay, yeah. So Hana Maley. Yeah. She was good. Um, She died super quick. Yeah, I think she had more of a character in the first one. Yeah, she was a lot creepier in the first one. Yeah, she she plays creepy really well. Yeah, she like, does. Damn. Um. Yeah, not really super great. I would say. Like, I think out of everyone, she may have overacted more. That's fair. Um. But didn't she kind of do that in the first one? A little bit. But more so in this one. I think it worked better in the first one, though. Fair. With how comedic they were going for this movie, I think they could have used... They could have downplayed it a little bit, her creepiness. Alright, fair. So, what are you thinking for her? Solid 70? I can give you that. Alright. Alright, next up, we got... Bella Thorne? Yeah, Bella yeah. Thorne. Um, I for, what was her shit character's name? Yeah, maybe just leave that open. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, she played Allison. Allison. She was good. She was she, really good. She, once, a, once again, she... I, I felt that I enjoyed her performance just as much with this one as I did with her in the first one. Agreed. I am actually not even a big Bella Thorne fan. I feel a lot of people aren't. Yeah, I I, I feel like she's an. It's a, kind of the same issue I have with Zendaya. That's fair. I actually like them both. Um, because even though I was probably too old to watch this, I did actually watch Shake It Up, and um, I actually liked the show. I really liked both of them, and um, so yeah, so. Like honestly, I I've never really hated the the two actresses. Yeah, I don't know what bothers me about Zendaya so much, but it's Bella really Thorne. Funny it's how like, much you hate her. It's the same thing, but it's just be. I think it's because it's Disney Channel acting. I feel that they give and this movie. I think she gives like a very not Disney Channel performance. Yeah. And it's not because like she's doing like gruesome stuff and being in a horror movie. I think she just plays it off not as cheesy. Okay. Like Zendaya has like still that Disney Channel vibe about her. Yeah. When she does her performances and I, I don't that, care for it. I feel with Zendaya it's less Disney Channel at least for me in the Spider-Man movies, but I still get it a lot. It's, a, it's I like it, she's new to acting. See, I get it a lot in The Greatest Showman absolutely for sure that's, that's how where i get the biggest amount of it yeah i get that that same vibe from all of the movies she's been in though like spider-man like it I just feels that. like she's newer to acting I, I get that i mean she's i mean having to go from going from disney channel to big budget movies you know take takes a little bit getting used to yeah but i don't think there's not very many people that have transitioned from disney channel Two big film no. that have done a good job at doing that. That is fair. I feel like Nick do- maybe does a bit better of a job doing that. Nick, yeah, like like Nickelodeon. Oh, sorry. I was like Nick. Who the hell's Nick? No, like once that stands out to me. Um, do you remember Jade from Victorious? Yes. Uh, so the stuff that I've seen her in 
after Victorious. She's really good. Oh. Like, r- really strong actress. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. I don't think there's anyone else. Well, I'm trying to think. Like, other Nickelodeon stars that went into movies. As much as it kills me to say, I don't think Drake Bell or Josh Peck didn't. They didn't do the best of job with their movies that they were in. Yeah. Fairly odd movie for Drake Bell. Yeah, no joke. But it's it's just hard to go from a kid's show to a serious movie. Like, I understand, like, that's... It's a difficult job. Yeah. And I, I do believe that Zendaya does her best at doing that, but it's still not great. No, I understand that. But Bella Thorne, I think she's transitioned really well. I, Surprisingly, because like I, I said, not that. a big fan. I can agree with that. So I would give her higher than Oh yeah, Anna. I would too. Um, I think like 75? I'll do 75. Okay. Alright, uh, next up we will do King Batch unless he goes by a different name. Nope, yep, King Batch uh, who played John. Yes. Very good in this too. Yeah. Um, I'd put him maybe at the same level as Bella Thorne. I actually would too. Yeah, I wouldn't. Go, I don't think I'd go any higher because the things that Bella Thorne excelled at, he did too. He no, like he oh, no. didn't as much. Yeah. And the things that he excelled at, Bella Thorne didn't as much. Okay. So it just kind of equals itself out. I feel that's fair. Like okay. the performances, I can agree with that. Um. So yeah, overall great, great performance in honestly both movies. He he had me laughing quite a bit. Same. Uh, and then so yes, seventy five for him. Yeah, seventy five. Um, and then finishing off the um cult um members, uh, we have Robbie Amell who plays Max. Hell's yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, I loved his performance. So good. Still wasn't. I don't think it was much higher than the rest of the cult. I okay. I can give you that. Um, I would put him maybe low eighties, high seventies. Um, I was thinking like like solid eighty. A solid eighty. Yeah. I can definitely give you that. Okay. I think he did really well at his the over the top performance. Yeah, it, like not wearing a shirt for <laughs> no reason. Yeah, that's ah, so good. You think that it w- the way that they wrote this character, it would not work, but Robbie Amell makes it work. He does. Robbie Amell's freaking amazing. Um. So yeah, definitely highest of the cult, the old cult. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So eighty. Um. Next up, we got Melanie, played by. She was played by Emily Allen Lind. Yeah. She was pretty good. Yeah. I say higher than Robbie. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely. Not by a lot, but just like a decent margin. Honestly, I, I mean, for how much I enjoyed her performance, I'd give her an 85. An 85? Yeah. Yeah, she played serious really well. She, she didn't did. really have that many. She was the, the, the thing that grounded the movie, yeah, I feel. Yeah, that's true. Uh, she didn't really have any like comedic lines. I feel 
No, but it was fine for her character. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, eighty-five is definitely fair for her. Um. Next up, we got Phoebe. Yes, and she. If my phone wants to, un- gosh damn it. Okay, wait. Okay, I gotta type this in right because I've like entered it wrong five times. I thought you had like that face thing. Yeah, I do, but sometimes it makes you enter your password. Lame. I know, right? Stupid Apple. Um. So yeah. So next up, Phoebe, and she's played by Jenna Ortega. I loved her. She was she was a great addition to the cast. She I she, I had to grow into her. Yeah, I didn't love her at first. Honestly, and I think this sounds like, I don't know if this is a little racist, but when she first walked into the classroom because she was wearing those sunglasses, I thought she was Asian. (laughs) Fair. I don't know why, but yeah, when she took them off, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Nope, not not that. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, she was really good. She was. She had a lot of stuff to do. Like, she had some comedic stuff that she needed to do. A lot of serious stuff. Um, a lot it's like sadness, too. She did a really good job with all of her serious and sadness parts, I feel. Yeah. I the I don't know if it's the first thing I've seen her in, but the most recent thing that I've watched that she's in is You on Netflix. I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. It's a show. And it's like a stalker dude show. No, you gotta be kidding me. What? Um, <laughs> she was in uh, the shitty Little Rascals movie. The Little Rascals saved the day. She played Mary Ann. What? Yeah. The um. Uh, come on. Her. Not the overalls. Holy shit! <laughs> That is insane. <laughs> that is really insane. Ooh. Gosh, that movie is so bad. <laughs> Apparently she's going to be in Scream 5. Oh, shit. That's awesome. And then she was also in Iron Man 3. I don't know as who. I don't either. Uh, let's find out. Shane Ortega. Uh, anyway, um, like we said, Straw... Very, very strong performance. Um, where would you put her at? Because I, I think she may be higher than Melanie. I can definitely agree with you there. I wouldn't say by much, though. Maybe like an 88? I think she was on the same level, just like, a few, yeah, like 88 range. Okay. Thank you for that. All right, then lastly, we got Cole. Who was played by Judah something. <laughs> Just keep your phone open. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this is the last one, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Uh, so, yeah. So, Cole played by Judah Lewis. Judah Lewis. Uh, he was okay. I Honestly, I'd put him lower than I would do. Phoebe. I would, too. I thought he was... It, as he much was better he, in the first. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. You were better of a performer when you were younger. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Unfortunately. So, how much lower is he, though? Is he, like, on the same level as Melanie? Ah, uh, yeah, honestly. I actually might put him a little lower. Lower than Melanie? 
like an well, 84. I can give you an 84. Okay. Easy. I actually enjoyed Melanie a lot more. Ah. All right. That averages our acting grade to a 79.5. Not bad. Not bad at all. I'm just going to get super specific. So I'm going to put the th- uh, 50 oh. or 79.57. Ooh. Yeah. Freaking top dog tonight. All right. Next up, we got character development, which we're going to try something new and do movie logic. Yes. So I'm trying to think if they broke any of the rules that they set up. And I don't think they did. I don't think they did because, um, like we were talking earlier with like Bella Thorne's death, her, them just like pulling on her and her head pull, getting pulled off. It made sense for what they've set up in this world. Yeah, like, uh, what was her Sonya? Yeah, her the head getting cut off by a surfboard. Yeah, it makes sense in this world. Yeah, it's very gruesome violence with things that wouldn't injure them as badly yeah and i think the only one that was like super accurate in how it would affect him was robbie amell's kill because he gets caught in the uh boat propeller and it like chops up his face and i'm just like oh yeah that that, that, that's that will definitely happen in real life that will that will jack you up yeah um so yeah with the with those random kills like bella thorne Getting her head like literally ripped off, I'm like, no, but I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense in the in the world that they set up. The way um, they, the way that um, like the skin was getting pulled and like how it started to rip, I got like straight up like Child's Play two vibes when Chucky's ripping off his hand. Yep. to put the knife in. Yep. <laughs> like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not bad, but no, I'm just it's saying. not bad at yeah. all. Um, yeah, no one got. Everyone got like mortally injured, and no one like survived it for very long. Yeah. Um. Everything kind of made sense. There was some logic that I feel was not good. Um, like say? specifically when Cole and Phoebe are on the boat and re- finally get to the cabin. Um, they leave the boat lights yes! on. Yes, seriously though, <laughs> how stupid can you be? Yeah, like they couldn't shut it off. Like you figured out the password. The least you could do is figure out how to turn the light off. Yeah, no joke. Like all you with a boat, you just have to sh- turn the key. Yeah. Or well, remember? What kind, no, what kind of freaking boat doesn't have a key? That's another thing. Yeah. Also, since. W- do boats like seriously have like a key code now? No, they have a key. Okay, I was gonna say that's horseshit. <laughs> yeah, and there should be a kill button for the damn boat. Yeah, that you can shut off all power. So that was something that didn't make sense. So I'm docking it for that. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I feel like they're a lot smarter than that damn like the Phoebe and Cole are a lot smarter than that to leave the freaking lights on. Okay, are. Did it make sense to where uh, how Monica came up with the idea that because she knew that the um, ski, what is it? What the hell was she riding? Like that jet ski? Yeah, jet ski that she she knew that it was uh, leaking oil that she was able to just uh, 
throw the lighter in the water, and it just lit up the path to where they were. Did that make logical sense to you? It did with the world that they set up, because it wasn't that she, like, knew that... It's not like she guessed it was there. She saw it. Okay. Like, she saw the trail, and she's just like, oh, that shit's flammable, and... All right. And, like, did that crazy shit. I don't know if that would have happened that way, though. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't um, really want to find out, though. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like that spear should have gone straight into the engine and killed the jet ski completely. For real, though. Um, But, again, that's something that they've set up, that random shit just happens to survive stuff. It's like, come on, Robbie and Mel, your brother is Green Arrow. You should have... Damn. Better aim than that. Yeah, you should have damn precise. Well, wait, aim. did you say brother? Yeah. No, it's his cousin. Oh, it's not, oh, oh my bad. <laughs> I thought that was his brother. No, I thought that for the the longest time too, but no, they're they're cousins. Dang it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that was just like out of character for them. Like it makes sense that Cole would actually start fighting back. Yes, yeah, that made absolute sense. Like, he was prepared, because he was very hesitant in the first one. Yes. Actually, a lot of the kills were on accident in the first one. <laughs> like, I don't think he meant to kill no, any of them. No, he did, which made it even more funnier. Yeah, and so this one was more intentional, which I think he, he grew he grew a sack and yeah. was able to, to make that happen. Um. Other than that, I think they followed their own rules fairly well. Yeah, I agree. Um, there was definitely like a magical element with like the devil. Yeah. And whatnot. Um Yeah, honestly, with how well they followed it, it I don't think it was absolutely perfect in the way that they like did all the logic. Like we said, um the um the boat. Was one. Yeah. The, the the other one I have troubles with is the weapon safe in the cabin. Okay. What, like, why would that be in your child's playroom? True. And how did um, uh, B know to hide the combination and a fortune cookie and how did she get the combination well you can just justify that by satan <laughs> okay. all right fair that's a good point <sighs> yeah there there's some jeez dude sorry i hit your mic i'm sorry i apologize yeah um overall i think they did a fairly good job they they played by like, their rules quite well I, I I think that too. Um, honestly, with how well I'm like low nineties, high eighties, just with how well they followed their own rules, they didn't take anything too far. Yeah, and they didn't like yeah, and then they didn't take anything like not far enough. Honestly, yeah, I mean, honestly, the only thing that really drags the score down for me is the whole... The boat. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, you said high high 90s, low 80s? Yeah. 
I'd, I'd give it a solid 90. All right, I'm down. Sweet. All right, next up we got effects. This gets dragged down. <laughs> really? I thought the effects were pretty good. Are you shitting me? I, Did you see how fake that cabin background was? Oh, no, that didn't really... Sorry, I wasn't really paying attention to that. What? Sorry. What about the freaking... Ugh, what about Bella Thorne's neck ripping? That looked fake as shit. I don't know. For me, like the that kind of shit, the way that kind of like going off like the whole universe thing, that kind of shit works for it. Uh, it wasn't good though. All right, fair. The I mean, backgrounds but... were fake. For some reason, I did not pick up on that. I'll trust Dude, you. What did you watch it on? Did you watch it like on a TV? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was it a dinky ass TV? No, it was a. 55 inch. I watched it on a tiny TV and noticed how fake the backgrounds were. Oh. Apparently, well, uh, Caleb, remember, you have better eyes than me. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Dude, I'm blind as shit. Then why the hell aren't you wearing glasses? <laughs> Beats me. Because <laughs> I lost them. Why do I drive in a car with you? Like, I can still drive. Like, I, s- sure? I drive... Like no, it's like the it's details I that are uh, that freaks me out even no, more. No, it's like I can make out like the general general things. It's just like like if there's a sign that's far away with like thin writing, it I it's blurry. It's like I think that's a pedestrian. No, it's not that <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, it's like if someone's holding like. Okay, like the sign up there on Iris's shelf. Yeah. That is like kind of fuzzy to me. Kind of. I can still read it. Yeah. It just it's fuzzy. Dude, please do your bro a favor, get some glasses or some contacts. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> glasses are expensive, dude. Mm, I know a couple of places Are they not? Yeah, online places you can get some decently cheap glasses. Like these? Zenny.com, 30 bucks. With the prescription? Yep. Shit. Yeah. All right, we'll talk. We'll okay. talk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the graphics sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think the... Um, I'm trying to think of any effects that look good. I think they, their effects budget all went into the death scenes at the end. Because everything else looked so freaking fake. Okay, I'll give you this. The part where they're, like, reappearing from, like, the altars, that did not look that good to me. Really? That's the only part I thought did look good. Really? That did not look good to me. The part where I'll give you, I'll, I'll definitely agree with you, like, the whole de- uh, deaths at the ending, them, like, starting to melt and shit, that looked really good. That looked awesome. Yeah. Okay, I, like, thinking about, I can give you the, how bad the uh, reappearances looked. Um. Yeah, it just it was just kind of like a fade out of nowhere. Yeah. So, I can give you that. Okay. I can definitely give you that. Okay. What about the like, let's say like the fish hook through, um, I forget the character's name. Uh, Boom Boom. Boom Boom's head. Who the hell is okay with the nickname Boom Boom? Like, I really want to know. Yeah. Right. Anyway, did that look real to you? That looked pretty good. Okay. 
it's just like the other random shit. Like, like as gruesome as it was, Robbie Amell's character getting chopped up by the propeller didn't look super real. Honestly, I feel that's like a really hard death to film. It and... it would be. It definitely would be. And King Box Batch Batch whatever King Batch's death. I think that was a lot of um practical. Yeah. Because it actually looked like the it horn did. and everything. Because like this antler fell on him and and whatnot. Okay, I'll give you another one. The uh, other two kids when uh they don't want to go along with Melanie anymore when they kind of disappear. That kind of didn't look as good. I didn't like that the ashes disappeared. Yeah, I'll give you that. That that so honestly that didn't brings make it sense. down significantly for me. Like that, all of that fair. added up. So I think initially I was at maybe like a 76, 77. Okay. I'm more in like 72, 71 range. 72? I can give you 72. All right. All right next up we got music. Pretty average, hey, well, I would say. Yeah, I can't really think of any that really stuck out to me. Yeah, I'm five or six. Six? Yeah, I can be a six. little nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up we got costumes. Which, Cole, what in the ever-living shit? <laughs> Melanie dressed right for high school. She looked fine, but Cole, nope. What? Back to the drawing board, buddy. A three-piece corduroy suit. What the shit? And you wanted to go to a lake party dressed like that? Well, okay. I his... was ex- I was half expecting him to pick up some like swimming trunks or something yeah. from the damn gas station. No, he was in the suit the entire freaking time. Yeah. Bad decisions, Cole. Like you're gonna get heat stroke. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I've worn corduroy before. That shit is hot. <laughs> it is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Bring up the heat stroke. I don't know why. Ne- have you ever watched Ned's Declassified? School survival guide? Yes. Have you seen the one where Cookie like has his huge like winter jacket and he won't take it <laughs> off and they literally have to cut him out of it because he's so he's has such bad heat stroke. Yeah. Was, yeah. Sorry, random tangent there. Yeah. Uh, so I mean it was definitely a design choice. Yeah. I wanna know what what the hell happened to him in those two years to make him wear shit like that. Seriously though, he looked like a normal kid in the first one and then let's take the weird up a let's take the nerd up a little little bit of a notch yeah the haircut was also a bit much i mean it worked for i mean it it made sense from how he had it in the first one to growing what's the word growing into it i guess fair um, everyone else, like the original cult members, they all wore the the same outfits. Yep, and that worked out well, really well for them. Uh, King Batches was different. He uh, was he, it. Yeah, he was wearing in the original. He was just kind of wearing like a kind of like a baseball jersey. It was like gray and black, but in this one, he was kind of wearing like a red tracksuit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that was I actually really liked that about him it, it made him stand out a little bit more yeah that's fair 
Um, Robbie Amell was just shirtless the entire time. Yeah. And Bella Thorne was in her, like, this cheerleader outfit, which was freaking hilarious. I don't know why I found it so funny. It was. Did she, was she wearing the high heels in the first one, too? I don't think she was. I think she was wearing sneakers. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, but the high heel thing was funny, so. Yeah, it ended up working out. Yeah. The whole, like, why are you wearing F me pumps? And she's just like, they're not F me pumps, they're F you up pumps. <laughs> I loved that, like that little nod because Cole ends up like using that to stab. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Amell in the back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, like, all those were really good. Yeah. Um, we definitely have to bring up Samara Weaving. Oh yes, that looked not good. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know what her natural eye color is, but. B in this movie, in the first one even, her eyes are like a rich blue. Yes. And then she had kind of like a curly hair, curly blonde hair. Not really curly, just wavy. I'll say wavy. Wavy blonde hair. And so, so she does actually have blue eyes. Why did her eyes look so fake? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That is so odd. But it looked like she was wearing a wig too it did like wow it was rough it was i don't know if she was wearing a wig but it her hair looked fake like i feel this is saying a lot i thought she looked way hotter in bill and ted face the music dude me too (laughs) (laughs) oh and that's saying so she was wearing freaking overalls yeah, dude, Samara Weaving is turning into like a modern scream queen. I feel with how many yeah. horror movies she's in. I can agree with that. Because she's in the Babysitter, she's in this Babysitter movie, she's in Ready or Not. I feel like she's in a bunch of other like horror movies. Yeah, is there a picture of her in? I don't think that's from Killer Queen. Let me see. Check. Nope, that is not. Okay. Is this wrong? Yeah, but it's just, it was so odd seeing like how her eyes were super bright blue. Like super bright blue. And yes, her eye, natural eye color is blue, but it was also dark. So I don't feel her eyes should have shown as well yeah. as they did. And her hair was also like super bright too. It was just odd. Like it just looked super off. Um, yeah, I can't find any specific. That pictures. brings it down for me a bit. I definitely agree it does. I was a about a seven. I'm I'm like down to six because of how that yeah, looked and just the you, odd choices. I can give you six. Yeah. All right. Last up, we got our own personal grade. So you want to take this one? I would love to. So overall. The first one is better, but overall, it's a solid sequel. It's awesome seeing everyone come back, um, especially grown up. Uh, when you're com- um, comparing this one to the first one with Cole and Melanie, um, I feel the actress who plays Melanie. I feel her acting got a little bit better than Cole's with age. Um, but overall, it was great to see all these characters again. Had a freaking blast from start to finish. Um, so, 
I'm gonna go a solid seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah. That's definitely fair. Um, I'm on the same boat. This isn't a movie that you're gonna watch if you want to see a horror or a serious horror film. No. This is one that you just turn on to have a good time. Yeah. It's super fun. It's it's not a great movie when you're dissecting it. Yeah. But in the moment, if you can go in, just sh- shut your brain off, watch some just needless violence, and just some funny banter, this movie's definitely for you. Absolutely. Uh, like... It has so many redeeming qualities in it, and it's just, critically, it's not great. No. It's not the best. But, like we said, it's a good time. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's a turn it on, freaking laugh with the with the guys, or laugh with the girls. Yeah. If you're, if, like, you have enough girlfriends that are into that. But it's just, it's a good time. Like, you're not going to be disappointed or sad that you watch this. Like it, it's fun. Yeah, like it, that's it. Really is. That's the saving grace of this film. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm about a seventy-five as well. All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. So with that, that brings us to our final score for this movie. So our final All Bros grade is a C plus. Not bad. Not bad at all. So it is sitting at a seventy-seven point eight percent. All right. Yeah, which isn't super bad. Well, that's not bad at all. Um, so it is. It's sitting above Aquaman. Okay. Uh, it is a little bit below Scott Pilgrim versus the World. All right. Which we did say kind of. It kind of has that like a horror movie like Scott Pilgrim vibe to it. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm not sure if we said that in the actual breakdown, I but I think we did. Yeah, but. but we said it to our each yeah, other. We're saying it now. <laughs> yeah, it's um point one percent lower than tag. Okay. Um, it is higher than the Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. It is a little bit higher than the Boondock Saints. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Um, oh, and just so everyone knows, I'm listing off all of our C plus movies. Um, it's a little bit lower than Jexy. That that's fair. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit lower than Jumanji: The Next Level. Okay. It's a couple points lower than Aladdin. Okay. All right. That might be the one that I disagree with the most, but the margins are very pretty close. Okay. Um, it's a little bit higher than the first Spider-Man movie. Really? Yeah, from the grading system we have. So we have the Spider-Man movie sitting at a 77.4, and this is sitting at a 77.8. Oh, shit. So it's a little higher than Spider-Man. Wow. And the thing that killed Spider-Man was the writing. Yeah, that's fair. And that is all our C-plus movies. All right. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Definitely deserves it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Like we said, it, if you guys just enjoy having a good time, 
this is definitely the movie for you. Yes. Highly recommend that you guys go check it out. Um, it's on Netflix, so if you have Netflix, you have no reason not to watch it. Yeah. Both this and the first one are on Netflix. Hell yeah. Um. So with that, that concludes this week's breakdown. Um. Yeah. So next week, I'll get into that in a second. Um. So if you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, you can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, you can pretty much find us anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've gotten us damn near everywhere. There's a lot of places that even I haven't discovered we're on yet. Shit. Yeah, like I'm always like at least once a week finding a new place we're on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, so if you can't find us, let us know and I will fix it. <laughs> um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, um, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash theallbros. We are on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at theallbros. Uh, you can DM us if you have an episode idea, want to answer our question of the week, or if you want to join us. We would love to have anyone on. Uh, you can also email us at channel at gmail.com, as well as check out our website where you can find links to all of the stuff that we do at tinyurl.com forward slash theallbros. And go check out our merch store while you're at it. There's a link on the website, or you can just go to tpublic.com slash user slash theallbros channel, where you can find merch to everything. I'm going to be putting up... I'm, I'm going to be updating it this this weekend, um, which is the day before that we release this episode <laughs> i'll put i'll make a post about it um so <laughs> that makes sense absolutely yeah so all of like we'll be updating there'll be a bunch of new designs up um as well as this one i hope if i can think of something cool <laughs> but we'll see <laughs> um but yeah, next week, uh, we will be breaking down Psycho. The original, not the Vince Vaughn one. Yes, the the original. Yeah. Um, we are going to, obviously, it's October, and we love horror movies, so we are doing classic horror films for the rest of the month. Um, so yeah, so next week we'll be doing Psycho, the week after that, Friday the 13th, week after that, Nightmare on Elm Street. And we actually have a, pretty sure you guys can guess it, but we have a Halloween surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So look forward to that. This is our spooky month. Yeah. So it's going to be all horror movies this this month. Uh, Just because we love Halloween so much. Yes, we do. And with that, uh, we will catch you guys next week until then this has been the all bros podcast i'm caleb and i'm jonathan and i'll catch you guys next time deuces she a real sh- i tried to mi- mm, wow i tried to mix herbert and mickey and that did not work herbert and mickey well i tried to start doing mickey like see a real shit i can't do Mickey. yeah i tried to do mickey and then herbert started to come out so i tried to mix them nope yeah no, let's uh-uh. not do that yeah no uh-uh <laughs>